Welcome to the Monkey House. It's me here in the year 2024. And I'm about to be in Sydney and Brisbane. Sydney from the 8th to the 12th of May. Brisbane from the 16th to the 19th of May doing my show, Drier Drier, at the respective comedy festivals in those cities. But I'm also, uh, while I'm up there, I figured I had a couple of days to kill. So I'm doing a Who Knew It With Matt Stewart on Monday the 13th of May at the Chippendale Hotel and in Brisbane at Good Chat Comedy on the 14th of May. And you can get tickets for all of that. Now, go to mattstewartcomedy.com for the links. mattstewartcomedy.com. Now, on with the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Welcome to Primates, the podcast where we explore primates and popular culture from chimpanzee to chimpanzee. This week on the show, joining us back in the monkey house, it's the number one party boy and number two, what would you be the number two of it? Poop, I guess. Number two poop. Mon- monkey poop. Number two monkey poop. It's Nick Mason. It's wild that you've invited me in here and then just insulted me off the back. That's incredible. Oh, oh hang on. Yeah, you've gone you, too far. In some ways, you led me there. Well, it's, oh, it's entrapment, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Du- I, I you're still under arrest. Double indemnity. Yep. Is that anything? Yep. Absolutely. Uh, you can't double jeopardy. You can't call someone poop twice. That's true. If you got busted for the first time. <laughs> if I know anything, I know that. <laughs> Thank you so this much. This is a weird start, isn't it? Yeah. You know, I always think, do we do we go again? But no. we never go again, do oh, we? Oh, okay. I was going to pretend this was the second take and is actually the better one somehow. But, uh... Yeah. Pretend. Pretend. Ah, very good. <laughs> <laughs> now we nailed it this time. Yeah, this is really We good. said all the, the same good bits from the first one, but we added out some of those bad jokes. Some of the bad jokes. They didn't did, quite yeah. fly. Mm. So it feels good. I think we're off and away. Where's Evan this week? Evan, I think he's a couple doors down. Oh. Uh, yeah. Just didn't want to come in. Uh, well, he's not allowed to. This room's only big enough for the two of us. <laughs> that's, that's, I've been saying that for years in a threatening way. Yeah. Outside your house, mostly. Yeah. 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 Uh, so he, and he also did, he didn't get a chance to watch. Uh, oh, the thing we watched. The thing we watched. Mm. And I'm looking forward to hearing from you whether or not he's lucky or not. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. For having not been able to watch it. I have my thoughts. Yeah. But I've jumped in. At season three, episode 13 and 14, yeah. having not seen any any of the rest. Maybe I mean, with more context, I'd have a different opinion, either no. liking it more yeah. or hating it more. Yeah, right. Depending but, on which but, way I felt about it. But that it. is a big ask. Yeah. Because not only would you, you wouldn't have even, I don't think even starting at the start of season three would probably clue you in correctly. Okay. I feel like maybe you would have had to start at season one. And that's just, you, we just don't have enough time these days. Cause this, I mean, we do. We've got we've some, got, we've, we've got, got nothing, nothing but, but time. Yeah. Nothing but mm. yeah. As soon as the um, the guy from maybe Ed 
was his old show. Yes, Tom when Kavanaugh, yeah. He, when he was uh, like a clone of himself. We'll get to it. I'll, expl- yeah. I'll explain it all. Don't I was like, worry about it. Man. Okay, <laughs> I had to rewind that bit. Yes. Dad? Well, sorry, that's not actually dad. That's it's a different dad. That's a different dad. Yeah. That's number two dad. Oh, that's what you are. You're number one party boy, number two dad. Number two dad, yep, that's right. Uh, so I get that card every year from all my kids. <laughs> Still pretty good. Every every month a different one. I'm like, oh, in, wow. In You're the new. scheme of things, yeah. number two dad in the world. Pretty good. That's pretty good. Pretty not bad. Who's no. the number one dad? Um, George W. Bush? Probably Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Yeah. 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 That was my second guess. <laughs> you know who's the number two Tom Hanks? This guy who's cloned himself in the show. Yeah. I yeah. forgot his name that you said before. Tom Kavanaugh. Tom Kavanaugh. The... <gasps> he's also he's number two Tom. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's not but even right. trying he's, to. He's he's probably best known as Ed, the, the fast talking lawyer who lived above a bowling alley in the TV show Ed. He's great. I really like yeah. him. Mm. He was also Scrubs' brother. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh Mr. Scrubs from the show Scrubs. That's right. <laughs> So we're, we're going to be talking about The Flash, uh, Season 3, Episode 13 and 14. Really, we're talking about Gorilla Grodd. Yes. So this is April. I forgot yes. how that uh, finished. <laughs> oh, my God, I know it starts with April. What's the pun again? <laughs> Real. Well, it's, well, it's a, well, you know what? You're forgiven because Thank sometimes you. I lately I've been thinking, what month is it? Yeah. Because March went for 100 years yes. and April's nearly finished after a day. Yeah, you know, April's this... flashback. Well, Comedy Festival, which we're all mourning the loss of because yeah. they had to cancel it this year. Um, in my head, it, we we would have been a week in. But I've just seen people post uh, a few days ago. Yeah. It would have been over already. They would have, the closing night party would have would have been and gone. And absolutely flew by. Yeah. Everybody would still, what day is it today? It's Tuesday. Tuesday. People would still be hungover because it would have finished... Sunday night, Monday morning, like 8 a.m. Monday morning, they would have all been shuffled out of the secret comedy festival venue looking for an after party or, or kick-ons. Yes. And then by like midday, who knows? Yeah, that, oh, that's a week-long hangover for yeah. me. If I ever made it that long, which I yeah. have never done. Uh-huh. I'm, I haven't made it very long through that uh, yeah. final night I mean, I don't, feel, I don't feel as bad, I'm sure, as most uh, as comics out there, but I generally take... A month off, like my holiday period is I take a month off from work and then I I just see comedy festival shows. So I just took a month off and then people were like, no, you, no you've got nothing to do now. So, yeah. Oh, I, I feel like... You ever have trouble filling your evenings? Well, now you will. In my mind, you're... Yeah, I would have thought you, you've suffered a bigger loss than any one comedian. Thank you. Because... <laughs> Finally some recognition. Yeah, honestly, this is your month to shine. I think of it more as your month than mine. Thank you. Um. Yeah. What am I going to do? You and Will Anderson. Yeah. Two peas in a pod. Maybe Will Anderson's the number one comedy dad. You're the number one, number two comedy Thank dad. Thank you. Good. Yeah. That's appreciated. Okay, that. great. Mm-hmm. So today we're talking about Gorilla Grodd. Would you, li- would you like to ask me about my favourite Yeah, I, do, I would like to. <laughs> I just want to explain what this episode oh, is sure, first because sure. uh-huh. it's April. Yes. The biggest month of the year. That's right. Can you believe it's here again? The biggest and shortest month of the year, yeah. yes. Uh, so for it... I've uh, I put out a poll and I got people to vote what are the topics they want to hear me do before we go on hiatus. We're also going on hiatus mm, some time that's next right. month. Yeah. Uh, and hiatus. Hiatus. Oh my goodness. There we go. We could I do instead of April, could yes. it be man dr- drill? <laughs> no, it no. couldn't. It can't. <laughs> it can't and it should never 
That thought should never have happened, and mm. I do apologise. If you ever murder a man with a power drill, okay, they, that will be the headline, I suspect. Yes. Because they'll tie it in together with your podcast. And I, There'll be a sus photo of you with your <laughs> mullet and your moustache situation. <laughs> everything everything I've, I've done uh, over the last few weeks is stop myself from killing a man with a power drill. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, or even a, a manual drill. Mm. Man, man drill. A man drill, yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, so for April, they voted for their most uh, their most wanted to hear topics. Oh yeah, great. Well phrased that, and they uh, I've taken the top five ape topics, and we're up to the number two ape topic. Oh my goodness! Which I've merged two together. So first one was Bubbles, uh, Michael Jackson's old pet, mm-hmm. and then the second one was. I can't remember. Great, terrific. Um, then the third but you one. Can, you can add it in post. So yeah, third one. That was is a good King topic, Kong. Matt. Okay. I'll give you a clean one. That is a great topic, Matt. You know I don't edit. <laughs> no. Um, oh, that's bad. I can't remember what it was. It was bubbles? Then it was. Was it a bigger primate or a smaller primate? Oh, it was. Well, was an ape. Oh, they're yeah. all. I've gone only apes. Was it a real ape or a fictional ape? I think it was a fictional. Oh, it was. Uh, it was the librarian from the Discworld. Oh, yeah, book series okay, by cool. Terry Pratchett. Right, right. Uh-huh. So that was the fourth most voted for. The third most voted for was King Kong, which blew my mind. That's why. I was sure he was going to be number one. Maybe he's out of the zeitgeist. He might be. Although there was just a Kong movie. And there's one recently. coming out there's at the end of this coming, year. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like people don't care about big primates anymore. It's uh, disappointing. Anyway, the number two, I merged two together, mm-hmm. really, and it took them being merged together to beat Kong. Uh, Gorilla Grodd. And the Flash's Gorilla City arc from season three, episode 13 and 14 Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. of The Flash from the Arrowverse. And I'm going to ask you to explain all of those things I've said. Here we go. But before then, uh, you've reminded me that normally I would ask a guest, what is their favourite primate? Do you have an answer for this? I'm sure I've had some in the past, but in, in a simpler time of about two months ago, my new favourite primate, uh, Thropple, emerged. And you, you may have addressed this on the podcast, but uh, in at the end of February this year, a, uh, a, a baboon escaped from a zoo in Sydney. They were transporting, I believe, to give him a vasectomy, and he escaped the zoo, and then he was just running around Sydney with his two wives. Yes. So, you recall that? We did briefly talk about this, but I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I can't remember how deep we got into it. Well, the, the first paragraph of the first article I found here, this is from... This is from The Guardian, so you know it's good, probably. Uh, The escape of three baboons from a Sydney hospital on Tuesday has sparked renewed calls for greater transparency in medical testing on animals, that's great, and prompted the Federal Health Minister to make a public statement in favour of polygamy among primates. So I think... Did what? Yeah, 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 yeah. He escaped. Uh, so, so he was brought in uh, to get a vasectomy and then he, he had two wives with him to keep him like calm so right. he didn't freak out on the journey, which I feel is a... Just, just tranquilize him. I think. I yeah. Think maybe. Well, <laughs> one tranquilizer dart equals two wives. Oh, okay, right. So sometimes they have to up the dosage. <laughs> sure. Give him three wives, three <laughs> cc's of wife. Stat. He's he's pulling apart the bars. Wife, wife him. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I did not know that to be the case. Um. But anyway, it says his swift recapture. But I know there are a lot of videos of just yeah, just empty swift. Sydney streets and just just. Baboons running, running amok. I mean, did did the Flash episode we watched remind you of that at all? When there was 
a handful of gorillas in the city. In the city, an army of a handful of gorillas. <laughs> yeah. Not so much, no. No wives, no. as far as we could tell. Mm, that's true. Yeah. 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 I don't know. But that's he, he's my favourite because... He, him in particular. Yeah, he, yeah. T- he took a he took a chance and he ran. I like the use of thruple earlier. Mm, which I think is what it is. I don't know if that's the actual term. Yeah, well, it should be know. if not. Mm. Uh, yeah. The baboon's so nice. They <laughs> he, he married he married twice. twice. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. correct. Great. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for getting me out of that one. The male and two of his wives escaped due to a faulty lock on the truck. Oh yeah. I mean, maybe it was faulty. Maybe they spent weeks in some sort of Ocean's Eleven style. Mm. heist. Do, yeah, and they, they they thought there was only three, but there was also a man in a van somewhere. That's exactly <laughs> right. Maybe the one of the wives seduced a lock technician <laughs> yeah. and got him to put a faulty lock on the truck. I don't know. Oh, yeah. That's good. Mm. I reckon they would have at some point uh, got a, a cast of a key made in their pocket with using maybe, gum. Yeah. Maybe. maybe maybe they put it in a banana. Oh, they squished yeah. it into a banana. And they made a little, made a made an impression of it, and then banana they, cast. Then they they made another, then they made a fake key out of maybe a second banana. They just smushed some more banana in there. Yeah. And then they got that banana out, and it was a perfect impression of a key. Wow. Yeah. I wish, wish we could have seen all that. They're like us in many ways, aren't they? Do you think the government covered it up? Oh, you think maybe maybe and, things were more intense. And than... him taking it to polygamy was just a diversion tactic. Maybe, yeah. Maybe it was a small. Ape terrorist cell of some sort. Oh, my God. Yeah, right? Wow. <laughs> oh, but it can be both. Yeah. If Tiger King has taught us anything, it can be the, there's no limit to the number of layers that could be in this story, really. Yeah. If you really look into it. They're also miming the biggest heartbreak <laughs> of the whole right, series. That's right. That's right. This, this, this monkey didn't even, they didn't even plan their own escape. <laughs> Somebody else did it. So we're going to be talking about The Flash. Yes. I'm, oh, let me read out this uh, brief paragraph from episode 13 on the Rotten Tomatoes uh, site. It's mm-hmm. a website oh, yes. about bat movies and, and TV mm. shows. It's not just a fruit you can make an impression of a mm-hmm. key in. It's a website also. Yeah. Jeez, that would be a poor fruit to choose if yep. you make an impression in a sloppy tomato, <laughs> yeah. a rotten tomato. What about a sun-dried tomato? Uh, I don't know. They're very impressionable. I feel like they have a lot of bounce back. I don't know. Well, you should know. It's a it's a fruit from another era. It's a sun dried tomato. Yeah, yeah. That was on a lot of uh, canapes. Am I saying that right? I think it was. Yeah, <laughs> with along with um, little sausage. Yeah, that's sliced right. up. <laughs> yep. What was that? I can't remember what that was called. Cabana? Cabana, yeah. Cabana. Mm, yeah. Coco Cabana. You know plenty of things, man. I know. Don't, Look, don't, don't. I'm playing a character. Oh, I see. Right. <laughs> this moron character. What do you call it? Cabana? You know. Yeah, it's a cabana. All right. Sorry. You called me out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to unmask myself as a genius today. <laughs> okay, good. Fine. <laughs> I know Cabana. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so Rotten Tomatoes, it says Barry and his team. So Barry. Barry is Barry Allen. He's a, uh, he's a forensic scientist who uh, in this particular uh, Flash universe, he was, he was uh, caught in the blast of a malfunctioning particle accelerator. And that right. connected him to the speed force, which enables him to run fast. Okay, so sort of a Higgs boson. No, what's that thing called? The big tube? Oh, the big um, circle. Oh, the uh, the big circle. The, the big zappy circle. The uh, hydron the accelerator. Ha- the hadron collider. Hadron collider. <laughs> much 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 similar. Yes. Yeah. That's right. So oh, okay. they said a lot of people suggested that when they turned the hadron collider on, something really bad happened. We just didn't know it yet. And I'm increasingly convinced that that is probably what has happened because oh, everything changed. Everything changed. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
I didn't realize that was a possibility. But I became it, super cool. <laughs> it all adds up. Yeah. That's right. You did. Yeah. You weren't that cool before. I was, but now I'm very cool. When did the Hadron Collider get switched on in the 90s? I don't 90s? know. I think it was the early 2000s. You're a real dork in those I was 90s. A dork, yeah. Yeah. For the Had 2000s. A bow tie. Everything changed. Now I have an untied bow tie. <laughs> yeah. And you're crooning, leaning on a piano. That's right. Yeah, that's cool. Mm. So Barry and his team travel to Earth 2. Okay, Earth 2. Okay, so uh, there's Earth 1. Yes. Imagine we live on Earth 1. Is that basically what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then imagine there's another one that's a bit the same, but for a variety of plot conveniences is a little bit different. Right. Yeah. What's the thing where somewhere along the line there's... Something of infinite Earths. Oh, yeah. Well, what, Is that well, this? Yeah. Well, yes, eventually it will be. In later series, it turns out there's not just Earth 1 and Earth 2. In fact, at this point, I think there's an Earth 19, so they're up to that point. But in later seasons, we discover there's an infinite number of Earths. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so Barry and his team travel <laughs> to Earth 2 to rescue Harry. We'll never get through this, will we? <laughs> Maybe we should get through more and then we'll recap. Okay, cool. I'll All read right. the whole thing. Okay, cool. Great. Barry and his team travel to Earth 2 to rescue Harry from Gorilla City, but are captured... And brought to Grodd, who tells them he needs their help to stop Solovar, the leader of Gorilla City, from invading Earth-1. Meanwhile, back on Earth-1, Jesse and Kid Flash, mm-hmm. I didn't know there was a Kid Flash, hit the streets to stop a metahuman who can control gravity. Wow, I don't remember that. I also don't remember that bit. It, is, is Rotten Tomatoes correct? Because <laughs> I've watched them very recently. I watched I them last night. I don't remember the Gravity Guy. I don't remember Gravity Guy at all. No, Unless that was a... Uh, there was that bit where they They took foil down, a bank robbery. Yeah. Maybe one of those guys was a Gravity Guy. Maybe. I don't know. He, maybe he was a meta-human. Yes. Okay, maybe so there's... He, maybe he took advantage of the fact that, that gravity is is at a constant level of 1, right. 1.0, and then he knew if you like... You know, you push somebody, they fell over. Right. He, he's him he's and the he, absolute master of gravity. Yeah. Him and his offside, a yeah. guy who ducks behind your enemy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Helping with the push. Mm. Okay, so I think, well, I, I get all this. So Barry, that's interesting. So he his origin story is different depending on the Flash universe, but it's always something like that, some science Mumbo jumbo. There is often science mumbo jumbo. Like in the in the in the original comic books, he was he was still the forensic scientist, uh, and like a like a um, a shelf of chemicals fell on him while he was getting struck by lightning. Oh, which which still happens in this universe, but there's also a particle accelerator. Oh, so, so they just keep adding one more. Yeah, element that's right. To they the add, they add a more plausible element. Yeah. You, you, oftentimes, you know, when they they they'll modernize a, a superhero's uh, origin, and they'll be like, chemicals, ridiculous. Yeah. Nanotechnology. Yes. That's what it did this time. So yeah, because you, yeah, it's something we don't understand. Well, what I wanted fully, to, I what I wanted to ask, I guess, going into this is because you've never seen any of these. No. How much of it did you understand? I feel like I watched part of a Flash movie when I was a kid in the nineties. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that, would that be possible? Was there a Flash there movie was in a the nineties? Movie. It was. Um. It was John Wesley Ship as as the as the same character. So yep. Barry Allen. Uh, in this series, he later returns as an alternate universe Flash. So they bring that really? actor back. Oh, that's cool. As as Jay Garrick, who was the first Flash from Earth Two. Ah, so he comes. So he he. I he, love that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, so he's he's back. Yeah. And it's like as if he that same era from the movie kept living. Almost. Uh, it's a yeah. So he kept he, living. So he ret- did he die he, in the film? He returns as a different Flash. Yeah. But then later he returns as the same Flash from the nineties. Right. So he's he in this series he gets two paychecks. Oh, presumably cool. As two 
to different flashes. They love reusing actors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, as it started, I was very confused. They did a recap. But it doesn't really already... help, does it? No. If, only, if anything, it only adds more layers. Yeah, I was confused before the recap. Because what you learn, I think, as watching these After is the they're, they're very much like soap operas. Like, if you just jump in, you don't really understand, but there's an additional layer because nobody can die and everybody can fly, ultimately. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Because in a, in a, in a soap opera... Like oftentimes somebody will, you know, die in a car crash and then five years later they get they get the actor back and they're like, I didn't die in the car crash. Yeah. I was just in hiding or whatever. I lost my memory. But in this, somebody can like, you know, explode. You'll see them explode. Right. And then, then two weeks later they're back and they're like, I'm a clone actually. Yeah, I'm a clone. <laughs> I'm from Earth 16. Yeah, exactly. My favourite one of those, I think, because uh, they'd also do evil twins and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah, for so sure, just- yeah. My favourite one is in Neighbours, Australian <laughs> Soapy, in yeah. the 90s. I used to watch it as a kid mm-hmm. religiously. Yeah. Do you, you'd know the character Harold Bishop? Yeah, he's like sort of an old old curmudgeon kind of character. Yeah. Like yeah, but he's sort of lovable, but yeah, yeah curmudgeonly. Yeah. And he's, I think he's gone through different phases. I think he ended up being quite lovable towards the end. Uh-huh. But, yeah, he was curmudgeonly at the start. Uh-huh. But, anyway, he, uh, he went swimming and he got – no, he fell off a, a rock at a, at a beach. Uh-huh. And Harold Holt style. His body was never found. Oh, uh, but a, a few years later, um, he turned up in Tasmania without any memory, new name, and he was <laughs> now working for the Salvation Army. Huh. Uh, there you go. The Bass Strait is quite a journey. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. <laughs> like you can't just float across to Tasmania. It's right. an overnight boat ride. Yeah. You know. But I mean, he had no memory, so maybe he purchased a ticket oh, on the Spirit of Tasmania, the ferry, and he and he just like he, he he fell in the water, then he immediately got out of the water. He bought a ticket for the Spirit of Tasmania. Right. He got on. He took a trip. Yeah. To Tasmania. And he got went, off. And he took in their great wineries and, and apple orchards. And, yes. And um. Cold climate wines like the Pinot Noir. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he had a drinking problem. He spir- it spiraled out of control, and then he lost his memory again. Okay, yeah. and then he found salvation yes. with the army and booze again, uh, and became a soldier. Mm. And then uh, after going to Iraq, he came back and he joined the Salvation Army. Correct. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's right. Like, wait, where were we? So yes, the the Flash, and yes. so I yeah I I wasn't following at all. Mm-hmm. How involved is Gorilla Grodd in this series? He's made sort of sporadic appearances. I think this might be his own, maybe his second appearance. Yeah. And then may I think at the end of this season he fights King Shark, who is a man who is also a shark. Oh. Yeah. That sounds real bad. Oh, it's pretty. Here's the thing: it's pretty good for TV. I feel okay. I, effects wise, it's pretty good. I think. Well, yeah. That, okay. What did you think about the effects of this? Episode. I mean, not great. Yeah, because but... I've come in from not. Well, I mean, last thing I watched was Kong Skull Island, which yeah. was from 2017 as well. Yes, and I was slightly. I'm like, oh, some of the Kong effects were. I think they're going to date pretty quickly. Yep. And then watching this, I'm like, yeah. oh, what was I thinking? Take I, me I, back to Skull yeah, Island. Yeah, look, I feel, I feel it's kind of unfair. It's to... just a budget thing. Yeah, it's a budget thing, and it's also. But what I what I appreciate about, appreciate about this series is they they go in hard. Like it's not they don't go. Oh, the Flash's villains are a bunch of bank robbers. Yeah. They say okay, he's got this week. He's going to fight a giant shark. This week he's going to fight a man who can turn into molten lava. This week he's going to fight a bunch of gorillas. At least they're trying, you know. Yeah. Whereas I feel like it. All, but it almost feels like they're, you know, flying too close, close to, to the, the sun. sun. Yeah. You're with absolutely their right. Yeah. Wings of wax yeah. or whatever. Uh huh. But I think yeah, and I think you sort of have to 
maybe it works best if you ease yourself in, like at the start of the season or the start of the series, and you go, I'm going to buy into this universe. It's a little bit silly. Yeah. It's a little bit kind of... Uh, it, the, the effects are a little bit paper thin. But... Yeah, they look kind of... They reminded me of Australian kids afternoon TV. <laughs> Ocean Girl. Ocean Girl type. The best effect was the the sort of electro stuff going around him when he ran fast. He that looked pretty you. great, but yeah. nearly everything else was pretty flimsy. Uh-huh, yeah. The gorillas looked like they weren't there. They looked look like... like screensavers. <laughs> they looked like that kebab shop ad from 20 years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, with yeah. With uh, That's right, yeah. Suvlaki Hut, yes. Suvlaki Hut, sorry, Hutt, thank yes. you. Absolutely. It does, it does look a little bit like... I had high hopes initially because, you know, there's, there's Gorilla Grodd, who's quite a sort of, you know, dark gorilla character model and then there's Solovar who's quite light grey and I'm like oh they're really gonna they're really gonna put a little bit of, inject some personality into each yeah. one of these but then they, the gorilla army was, they all look exactly it was the same it was, it, they copied and pasted it was the yeah. Grot army it was sure. the Grot army it yeah. was Andy from Toy Story and his friends at the party in Toy Story 1 yes did you know they were all the same what? all his friends were what? Andy <laughs> I can't go back to those anymore never they go all, back they, they all look a little bit plasticky yeah. yeah yeah they figured things out better like you send the original Toy Story uh, dog to the cat from the, I think the fourth one. Yeah, right. And right. it's just like, I mean, it so it should be. It's mm. twenty years it's of technology. Mm. It's apples and oranges. Yeah, it's cats it's, and dogs. Exactly, cats and dogs. Cats are a lot easier to animate. That's so true. And that stupid looking dog yeah, proves yeah. it. Yeah. So where where are we up to? So we've we got haven't started yet. Ed. So <laughs> is it nearly at the start? We find out that Ed. Is someone's dad, and he's trapped on Earth Two. He's been correct, yes, stolen by Gorilla Grodd. Well, I mean, he's from Earth Two, obviously. Oh, so- yes, that becomes clear <laughs> later on. Okay, so what you need to know: so, so Tom Cavanagh's character originally was a guy called Harrison Wells. He founded Star Labs, which is the place they all hang out. Yeah, which is the big fancy laboratory, right? But it turned out in season one that he wasn't actually Harrison Wells. He was a time traveler from the future called Eobard <sighs> Thorne. Who had killed Harrison Wells and taken over? Like he 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 disguised oh. himself as the as the original Harrison Wells for vague things involving the future, and he wanted to he wanted to get the Flash involved and right. etc. Uh, but then they got rid of him, like they defeated him at the end of okay. the season. But then I think they liked Tom Cavanagh, the actor. He's very good. That they were like he's doing a lot of heavy lifting in this. Yeah, he's multiple. He's so they so they so they brought him back as Harry Wells. From Earth Two, they're like, well, well, there's an Earth Two, and he's still around. So Earth One, him's dead. He's dead. Right. I was, that's what I was kind of confused by. Why? Are, where's the Earth yeah. One, him? That's right. So Harry Wells is from Earth Two, and he's kind of more, he's kind of more hard-headed and cynical. And so I think they were like, but we want a wacky kind version. of a bit of an asshole. Yeah. So, but I think they were like, well, we want a, bit of a wacky version of him as well. Apart from the fact that uh, Tom Cavanagh does. That really well. Yes. It's kind of his strong suit right, has right. been that lighthearted. Yeah. So they brought in another version of him who is from Earth 19, who is an, who who is like, I think he was a fake, like he pretended to be a scientist, but he's actually a dumbass. Yeah. But he brings the heart. Yes. He brings the heart and Harry brings the brain. So there's two of them. So they've got and they one. they almost complete one. <laughs> almost person. have one normal man. Yeah. So, the, so, so. HR from Earth-19, he lives on Earth-1, obviously, now. He lives yeah. on Earth-1. But Harry from Earth-2 has been captured by Gorilla Grodd. Yes. Yeah, who's from Earth-1, but he's currently on Earth-2. And so Gorilla Grodd's story, I think you've talked about his origin on here in the past, but he's he also had, there was some experiment done on him and he became super intelligent. So so in the in the original comic books, I believe, 
and a meteorite landed in space, uh, and it landed in a in a in a uh, like a like a a, uh, a a big patch of gorillas, a big family of gorillas, right? And they all gain super That's what they call yeah. Multiple gorillas are called a patch. Patch of gorillas, and then Gorilla Grodd, he got the most powers, and he became the evil one, and he he uh, he sort of wanted to become the leader of this group of gorillas. But in this universe, uh, he the the gorillas from Gorilla City and Gorilla Grodd are separate groups of gorillas. Right. So <laughs> Gorilla Grodd from the from Earth One, he was also caught in that particle accelerator explosion, uh, and he gotcha. got super intelligence. Uh, and and then he then he was banished to Earth Two, where a meteorite landed and created the the gorillas of Gorilla City. Gotcha. And then they, I, I guess, were like. You're not you're not the boss of us, but he wants to become the boss of them. Yes, because Solovar's the boss. Solovar the is the boss. White ape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. Okay. I, <laughs> I I find so Grodd is a he's a one of the big famous DC villains. Yes, sure. Because mm-hmm. he's ridiculous. It's the uh, Joker then Grodd. Oh yeah, sure. That's sort of the hierarchy. He's the number two dad of the DC <laughs> yeah. villain universe. Yes. So he he doesn't he talks by just injecting his voice into your mind it seems His that ma- way yeah is that only in this thing because they can't they can't afford to animate talking or is that how it usually is uh well it's always a bit a bit vague in the comic books right because you know the budget is unlimited in a comic book yeah so you, can, you can have him talk if he wants right, i think but in but in this you're right they he just if for the most part he funnels his his brain waves into someone and then they talk in a gorilla voice yeah. But then sometimes he will just you'll just see just him say it right into your into, into your, your brain. Mind. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Well, which is smart anyway. I guess um, <laughs> he's it, a very smart man slash gorilla. There was so they really do. You talk about going all in. So um, they end up a small team, including Malfoy from. Oh, Draco Malfoy is also in this. In case there was Harry not Potter. enough levels, yeah, yeah, to this. And in in it, he I don't know what his character is, but he's like I'm guessing like an administrator. Yeah. He well he works with Barry at the forensic lab. So, so, uh, but not not Star Labs, the regular the right. police forensics lab. Because he's ba- he's not a, a heroic sort of guy. No, but based on his name, uh, and I I'm not super familiar with the show, but he will at some point, or he has been already, uh, a, a supervillain called Doctor Alchemy. Oh wow! He acquires a philosopher's stone, and he can a philosopher's and stone, can, and he can yeah, which is co- which is very convenient because he was also in the Harry Potter movies. Yeah, but the, it can it can transmute materials. So you could turn steel to rubber, or you know, you know, you can turn lead into gold, or what have um, you. I was thinking, like, oh, it's cool that he's he's been able to break the typecast of evil yep. guy. No, <laughs> no, no, apparently so, not. So I don't know where we are in this. I would imagine he's either been that character already, and they've cured him, cured him of, of evil, or it's gonna happen at some point. Right. So be ready for that. Okay. But in this, he's sort of like, I'm gonna be an Indiana Jones guy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm a regular guy, but I'm gonna he's grab a gun and I'm gonna grab a gun and a safari jacket and. He tags along to yeah. go to Earth Two yes. through a portal. Through a portal. So there's a the long haired nerd who doesn't believe in himself. Cisco. At all. Mm-hmm. Cisco. Yep. Thong Song. He mm-hmm. uh, he's able to open up portals between universes. Maybe he was caught in that particle accelerator. I was thinking he might have been. Who knows? <laughs> maybe he was. Maybe he wasn't. It's tough to say. And this motley crew go through. They yes. don't allow uh, HR. Not HR. The other guy. Yes. Mm-hmm. The the genius guy, Tom Clancy or whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Tom, Tom Kavanagh. Tom Kavanagh. His daughter, they say you can't go through for yeah. some reason. Yeah, that's right. It's too but dangerous. You're too close to this case. But I think You're it was really because of the B plot of, of her powers. love story. She's also got speed one. powers, yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 she's a speedster or something yeah. they say. Yeah. 
I'm a speedster now. Yeah. Which is that so Must be fun. Must be nice. Do you do you get taught that or what? Do they have to get caught up in a Uh it depends. So uh uh Doesn't matter. <laughs> Sometimes you can just recite an equation in your head and all of a sudden you've got super speed. Oh. Yeah. So in the comic books, like Jess, a, Jesse a, Quick is the daughter of Johnny Quick, who... I love that name. I, I can't remember his deal. But there, there was a guy called Max Mercury, I think, and he, he got... What, what happened is DC acquired all these characters and decided to make them all friends and, and, and in the same universe. And so they all have a different, slightly different way of getting their powers. Right. So Max Mercury just thought of it. He thinks of an equation in his head, and then he's got superhuman speed. Oh, that's fun. I like how... <laughs> yeah, so there were just all these different comic book writers came up with super fast man yeah 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 yeah. sometimes you drink you drink a, a formula sometimes you a formula falls on your head isn't the flash is easily the most iconic of these yeah i think so yeah, yeah. who would be the number two flash uh, dad number two well number two flash dad would be jay garrick the the the, the flash of earth two right uh, he inhaled heavy water okay yeah that's good. obviously Hey, quick question, Meso. Could yes. Superman outrun the Flash? Oh, I like to think that he couldn't outrun the Flash because otherwise it's too... He's got everything, doesn't he? He's yeah. got it all, you know? I agree. I'd be... Yeah. It's unfair. If, if the Flash is the fastest, just let him be the fastest, you yeah. know? Otherwise you're the kid on the playground who's like, no, he's, he's, I, and, and I'm fastest and you can't... And I'm bulletproof and it's I can shoot boring. lasers out of my eyes. You're boring kid. But then all of a sudden, pushed over proof, Barry Bonds goes, well, uh, look what I can do. I can run real fast while holding uh, green rocks. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Name escapes you right now. Kryptonite. Kryptonite. Okay. Fuck. You it's know, remembering, re- remembering the name for green rocks is my... Um, one weakness. One weakness. One my one main weakness. weakness. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So they've gone into Earth 2. Yes. And they, they get captured very quickly. Yes. I can't remember how. They've also brought along Caitlin, who has ice powers, but Gorilla Grodd doesn't know she has ice powers. Oh, yes, and that's yeah. handy. Yeah, for later. So they're in jail. Gorilla <laughs> Grodd talks oh, also, they also they also get shot by, uh, they all get shot by tranquilizer darts. Oh, that's how they get caught. You would think that a man who can move really, really fast would see that coming. Yeah. But uh, as with a lot of these kind of shows, he's only as fast as he needs to be for the plot to move right. forward. So he's, Fair enough. He's, he's, he, he runs at the speed of plot. So he gets <laughs> shot with a with a tranquilizer dart and, you know, sometimes he can catch a bullet, sometimes he can't, you know? Yeah. Well, later on he moves someone out of the way of a bullet Yeah. Mm-hmm. very quickly, mm-hmm. but not a tranquilizer dart for no, himself. No, that's right. Uh, so he so they're captured. Yes. Uh, Grod, are they, but they do find... Tom Kavanagh, that's right, the angry one, mm-hmm. uh, and he's captured, but he's sort of out of it. And then Grodd comes in and tells them their plan. His his plan is basically, we I need you guys to help me defeat Solovar, who's ruling the mm-hmm. ape city, yeah. gorilla city. And he says, if you help me defeat him, I will definitely leave your universe alone. Yeah, you can trust me. A, an evil gorilla who you definitely can't trust. Yeah, he doesn't say that, but it's implied. Yeah, yeah, and, and they're like, okay. Cool. So equally implied then is the Flash is a bit of a deal. Seems that way, doesn't he? Yeah. He's smart in the ways of the science, mm. but 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 dumb Not in the, the ways street. Of, of, of street. He doesn't have the street smarts. Dumb in the streets, smart in the sheets. That's right. <laughs> Which is what he calls his lab. Uh, I guess. Mm-hmm. So they ended up. They try to figure out a way to get out of there. How do they get out eventually? What by... they do, if I remember correctly, is uh uh, Gorilla Grodd doesn't know that Caitlin has ice powers, 
even though he can read their minds, I think. Yeah. But he just, he decides not to. And then what they do is then Caitlin... Sometimes you just got to turn it off. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Yeah, you got to filter it out, you know? It's too much screen time. Mm. Kids are spending too much time on their screens, especially these days. Uh. So he's like, I'm going to have, I'm going to have... Two hours a day of no telepathy time is what he says to himself. Yeah. He's like, no, I just won't read any minds. And unfortunately for him, it She was coincided. right in the middle of telepathy, telepathy time, right? And so what she does is she freezes Barry, the Flash, so it seems like he's dead. And then then Grod's, Grod's like, well, if he's dead, I may as well take him out of this cage. And put him on the, on the pile of bones. Slowly, put him on the pile of bones, exactly. Yeah. Which is obviously where he puts dead people, but... Why bother taking him out at all? Right? Just let him decompose it's in, a, in a, the cage. Just made no sense. Mm. And how did they know that that's what he was going to do? Well, they saw the pile of bones, didn't they? I, I mean, what made them think that he wouldn't just like, uh, ha-ha, my nemesis, he's dead, and <laughs> slam him yeah. against the wall, Time crushing his skull. Time to put him in skull. this wood chipper. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> that's what I do Yeah. with the, with the slain. But... I'll, I'll, um, I'll clarify that. Based on my extensive knowledge of DC Comics, the plot needed to move forward. Great, And he okay. needed to get out of the cage. So he got out and then he was able to get everyone else yeah. out. I mean, it's, one would might ask if if Caitlin has frost powers, why should you just freeze the bars of, smash the, of, the, of, the, of, the, of the cage and then just smash them as if they were glass? But um, They also show later that the Teamwork flash... is the answer. They it, need to have teamwork. To move the plot forward. Yes, exactly. There's also a bit later on where he was able to break something open by using his speed, by pulling it backwards and forwards real quick. I wonder, if could you not do that to bars? Probably could. Yeah, just <laughs> a lot of little punches, a lot yeah, of one-inch yeah. punches. At least add a line later where it's like, I'm, I tried it and it didn't work. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, so they're out. And then how do they get from there to the Colosseum? Oh, no, there is, yeah, there's something, Solovar somehow... Yes. Well, what, what? What? Yeah. We we missed an out. Look, put, move, just move this in the edit, Matt, as you're obviously going to do. Well, just uh, can you just explain it so I don't prior, have to do any editing? Prior, prior to their escape, uh, uh, Grod lets them out, so so the Flash can defeat Solovar in single combat. Oh, right. And he does that fairly handily again by just running at Solovar a couple of times. Solovar hits him really hard because he's not. He's only fast enough to be hit really hard. He's not fast enough to maybe run around the entire planet and punch him in the back of the head. Yeah. Which is what I would do. I'm no expert. Right. That's probably what I'd do. What? So why was the the Flash was running around the perimeter for a while? Because Solovar smashed him a few times. Because yes. <laughs> the, the long-haired guy, Cisco, uh, Cisco yeah. goes, um, hey, oh, I've been thinking. He's radioing into Flash's head yep. somehow. Mm-hmm. And he's got his radio even though he's in prison. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he goes, hey, uh, I've thought of it. Use the something hit. I think it's a lightning strike. I think Use the gonna, lightning strike. I think it's going to build up enough static electricity. Right. This is like it's this is the superhero equivalent of um, like rubbing a balloon. Oh yeah, you know, really, really quite and quickly. And then z- zapping. Then you zap somebody. So he's yeah. going to do that with a coliseum. So he runs right. around the coliseum a bunch of times, but then Solovar is too quick for him. Yeah, the he, fastest man who ever lived. He well, Solovar uh, throws his spear into the ground. Yes. really hard, and it. Pushes dust, yeah, yeah, and yeah. the dust knocks the yeah. flash over. But then what the flash does is he he uh, he gives him the old the old dagger strike to the chest. The yeah, old... but he, that's what he, he goes. Oh, I thought it was one of those my favorite kind of moments. They always make me laugh. Is the <laughs> say that again moment? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So what? One of the other characters said something like, oh, "This I is wish... the reverse of a good day." Yeah, something. something like that. And he's like, oh, "Reverse." Do the reverse flash, and I don't. It just. What the reverse flash looked like to me was him punching him in the guts. Oh, what I think he was doing is he was 
he was vibrating the molecules of his hand very quickly and then you can pass it through somebody's body oh. and then you solidify it really quick oh. and then you wreck him. Oh, you right. You wreck him really hard. And that just knocked him out. Because they're not expecting it. Solovar you was be gone. expecting it, would you? Well, no. No. I still don't understand what it means. <laughs> it's hard to expect what you don't understand. That's how they get you. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But that, so that worked and he beat him, but he said, I will not kill this man. That's right. This is Barry, Barry the Flash was saying, I will not kill him. Mm-hmm. You fear humans, you should not. Yeah. I'm showing mercy. Uh-huh. And then uh, they chuck him back in prison. And they chuck him back in prison. Yeah, Who Grodd's not Barry. happy because Grodd want, wanted him to kill him. Yes, that's right. Uh, and then, but it was part of the plan all along. That's, I think. Oh my god, it was part of the plan all along. Whatever happened was yeah. part of Grodd's plan all that's along. Right. And then they, then they, then the good guys escape, and then they use their powers to go back to to uh, to Earth One. Yes. So that so that was when the escape happened. That's correct. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I had it in reverse order. Uh-huh. There were two You're a real prison reverse escapes. Flash. Yeah, a reverse flash dude. Mm-hmm. And then, so and that was the episode. I'm like, oh. End of the episode, yeah. I was expecting a bigger uh, cliffhanger for a two-part episode. Well, it turns out that uh, it was Grodd's plan all along to get somebody else who we saw in the, in the recap to, in fact, open a, open a gateway to Earth-1 anyway. Right. So that was his plan all along. So Cisco kid? Uh, no, Cisco's girlfriend. Oh, right. Yeah, who also has the same powers as him. Oh, yeah. that's right. And that's yeah. right. So she comes in in the second episode, episode yes. 14, uh-huh. and we're meant to know who she is. She's, she's Cisco's on again, off again love interest, I think. Or, yeah, or she does not in, same interest. No, he, he's interested in her, but she is not interested in him. But yeah. you know what? The key is persistence. Follow her around. If you're interested in someone and they're not interested in you, you follow them around to multiple parallel universes until they're like, God, all right. If I've learned anything from teen movies, that's the case. Just just chip away at them. Chip Don't away. Don't take no for an answer. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and that's, yeah. It's pretty good, right? That is pretty good. Yeah. Has that ever worked? Apart. Unless the end goal is getting a like a cease and desist yeah, order. Yeah, look, I mean, I I think it worked. I I always hear stories from old people that are like, oh, I asked your grandmother That's out true. ninety. T- I asked her out every day for a year, and then eventually she she said yes. I think maybe in the past people weren't allowed to say what they really felt though. Yeah, so get away it was from like where the the rules are that we have to say no a lot. Yeah, but it feels like now that. Doesn't happen anymore. If people mm. want to go out with you, they'll say yes first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if they're not interested, they'll say no, and then and then you take that hint. Yeah, take it. <laughs> Unless you're on TV. That's right. In which case, it still works and it's fun. It's cute. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think people take. Hope, you know, do you think people take that lesson on in real life? They go, well, that nerd from the Flash. Mm. He just kept following her through different portals until she said mm. yes, but she never said yes. Yeah. So it's a lesson in there. There's something to think about. There yeah. is something to think about there. I don't know what it is, but um, okay. So this next episode fourteen, Grod's plan all along. Or yep, yeah, or they're like uh, just just use a different thing. Use so, a... so now they're on Earth One. Earth One. The, the, Grod and the Grod Army. Yeah, they get to they get to Earth. And Grod now leads that army because um, Solovar was humiliated by the That's Flash, right, yes. which was the plan all along. Exactly. And once once you've humiliated an ape. They're out of the picture. Yeah. They've got to hide in a cave in shame, probably. Uh, and then this whole episode... Yes. was about Valentine's Day, I think. Or was that the first one? Oh, and it was about Friend Day. Friend Day. Because uh, HR, the... the Accidentally the, Kelly. The, the silly Tom... The silly... Ah, <laughs> oh, classic. Ah, oh, classic song. Um, Tom Cavanaugh, the silly Tom Cavanaugh, decides that because he's got a lot of heart... Today is going to be Friend Day, and he's right. going to he's going to give friend cards to all his friends. Ah, I and see. They're all going to learn a lesson about being good friends. I think. I just saw all the hearts and stuff. I and I wasn't paying that much attention that yeah, I thought it was dead. Valentine's Day. Yeah, it's a yeah. 
But it's sort of like it's like PC gone mad Valentine's Day. Oh, right. <laughs> well, let's take a loves a bit much for the workplace. Let's that's, do. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> let's do friendship. Friendship, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that did that matter for any reason? I don't think so. I don't think anyone learns a lesson that that is then usable later for punching someone. Because because oftentimes you, you're right. There will be a they'll go friendship. Yeah. Ship. Ship. Let's hit him with a ship. <laughs> Let's take a ship out of the harbor and belt him with oh, it. But no, that that moments. didn't happen in this. I don't think it's just a. But it was just sort of just to make the episode a bit more fun. Yeah, I think so. Because yeah. I think that HR character really does do a lot of the fun heavy lifting. I think so too. Yeah. The fun ship. Because there's a lot of. There's a lot of oh my god because in this also uh, the one of the the sort of the season plots if I recall correctly is that uh, Barry's girlfriend Iris he's he's received a sort of premonition that she's going to be killed in the future and so he's trying to avert that's right her terrible murder yes because the 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 bad guy of this season surprise surprise is a guy who can run really fast. Uh, like the Flash, but maybe faster than the Flash. But in the end, ultimately, not as fast as the and Flash. And he's he's probably got the worst looking costume slash CGI. Well, you on. haven't seen them all, so <laughs> you can't, you cannot possibly say that. Well, I've only seen bits and pieces of him over those two episodes. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this he's sort of like a, a Mighty Transformer. Morphin yeah, he's, like, he's half Mighty yeah. Morphin Power Ranger, half Transform yeah. Transformer from the Michael Bay movies. He's, he doesn't look doesn't look great. No, and it'll probably turn out he's one of the Flash's friends because oh. that's often the case. So the bad guy all along. Yeah, it's often like, hey, I'm a new guy who works in your office, Barry, and I love being friends with right. people. And then it turns out he's a oh, super a... fast murderer. Oh, no. So it's not going to be... It's not going to be Tom... Tom. Uh... Oh, what's his name? Tom Felton. It's not going to be Draco Malfoy. No, it's gonna... Another Tom. Another Tom. The Jeez, third, third, best, third best Tom, yeah. Number three Tom. Mm-hmm. Jeez, where does Cruz fit? Anywhere he can. Anywhere he can. <laughs> Get his little tentacles in. <laughs> yeah. But not on TV, never. Never. No. Ever. Why not? Too big. Too, too big, big for TV. For TV. It's too big for TV. I thought, well, now we're in the golden age, second golden age of TV. Yeah. I think you would have to trick him somehow. I think you'd have to be like, there's no way that TV could handle you, Tom Cruise. This is <laughs> this would be the greatest acting. Well, maybe you'd have to be like, this is the greatest acting challenge of your career, Tom Cruise. You have to do acting and stunts. Yeah. And then he'd be in. You'd have to. Yeah. You're... You were his friend all along. That's right. You were a friend of the Flash all along. Yes. Oh, can you pull that off? Being a friend and a foe. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wrapped into one. I was born for this. Yes. So are we signing you up, Tom? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we got him. We got we him. We got him, everybody. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh yeah. So in this one, uh, Grodd's plan, if I remember correctly, is he has to he 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 puts his his mind into a body of a of a army general army general who has access to nuclear missiles. The highest. He's the highest level. Army general with these nuclear missiles. That's right, yeah. And he he gets him by ripping off the roof of his car. That's right. He can he can get his mind inside his mind, mm-hmm. but for some reason, I guess they just wanted to have a little bit of a car ripping. If you got moment. it, flaunt it. Yeah. Otherwise, he could be a, he could be a weedy little man with the same powers. You That's know? true. Yeah, I'm not going to a weedy little man city. That's no. not impressive, is it? I I bring up this fact. That's just Fitzroy. <laughs> Am I right? Is that where you live? No, no but, but could do. It's a, it's a hipster haven. I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, just looking at you, you yeah. could live there, could live you there. hipster. Yeah, I could. It's How true. funny is it when people just call you a hipster because you got a beard? Yeah. Right. Not me anymore. 
That's true. I got, they, I got out of that lifestyle. Yeah, that's right. Such I, don't a, know. I, feel... I became a hipster. Like I had a beard for a, f- a few years before. Before it was a thing, yeah. And then all of a sudden, one day, I started getting called a hipster. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Like, but wait, what? I feel also that, that having a beard isn't a hipster trait anymore. Like, no, I, I feel I like I feel I grew a beard when the trend was dying off. Yeah. So I think it doesn't really count anymore. I think it, it's... it annoys people sometimes when you do something that isn't in fashion right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I got very occasionally, but people tweet like, uh, beards are actually 2012. Right. It's like, all right. Well, yeah, don't have a beard if you don't want one. Yeah, you don't have to. It's fine. What I like I most do it because I don't beards... have a chin. That's why I oh, have mine. Yeah. I like, well, I mean, that is also true of me, but I also like it because you don't have to do anything. You don't have to do anything. I had more elaborate facial hair, and then I'm like, "You went from the most high maintenance, maintenance to the zero maintenance." Yeah. I got sick of it. I'm just like, "Well, I could just let it go." Forever. I think it was you. You were the number two high maintenance. Number one was uh, Craig David. Oh yeah, that's right. Yes, yes. You got to shave it during the day. Yeah, you got to trim it up. Yeah, well, he was shaving it on a Monday, um, mm-hmm. etc. Yep. Uh, <laughs> awful stuff. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. So the grad is in... The brain of an army general yes, who controls nuclear missiles, the nukes. Yes, uh, which look like they're made out of plastic. Yeah, right. But they <laughs> tried their what, best. I that's think. what they want you to think. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Classic yeah. U.S. Army. Do you see the missile being launched? I'm not sure if you do. No, no, no. You don't. I think you just see the missile, and then you see a, a maybe a maybe a monitor, and they're looking at a monitor, and you see a little red dot. Start yeah. to move across the landscape, and people are like they've launched the missile. I like that. I I think sometimes you got to know your limitations. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. in the first part where they do a big sweeping shot of the Colosseum, uh-huh. it's like oh, you should have just used the budget you spent on this. <laughs> yep. and just get do one part of it really well. You know what I would have liked is maybe just go back to a model of a Colosseum. Yeah, because that's kind of the King Kong. Yeah, that's the whole King Kong ethos Stop of the Godzilla stuff. or whatever. You just you just. Have a put a model in. You can even make it look if you if you added a little more kind of throwback, you know, nineteen nineteen fifties, nineteen forties kind of kind of vibe to it. You could just you could just be like, yeah, that's what Gorilla City looks like. It's, it looks a bit weird. It's got a like certain it's, aesthetic. It's got a certain aesthetic, and that aesthetic is a bad model. Yeah, yeah. Mm, but you're right. They they sh- they should they tried their best. But I know. I I think yeah. I hate when I'm being negative on the show. It's real dumb. Why am I doing that? <laughs> no, that's right. It's so annoying. Yep. I regret it after every episode. Last been, week I was a bit rough on Skull Island. Uh-huh. I've been thinking about it this week. I really liked it. Yeah. For some reason I was a bit mean about it. Mm. Only slightly. Yeah. It looked great and that sort of stuff. But it's just like, eh, it's it's like a weird King Kong movie where he doesn't yeah. die at the end. He you've, just walks off. You've chosen a niche and you've got to, uh, you've got to embrace that niche. Uh, the episodes know. that I have the most fun of are when I love it, no matter what it is. Yeah. And I don't know why I'm not doing it for this. <laughs> I'm changing my tune right now. There we go. I fucking love this yeah, show. There we go, yeah. I love how it all looks a bit stupid. Yeah. I mean, that's the point. Yeah. It's an evil 
genius gorilla. I love that the fact that the the fastest man alive keeps getting shot with tranquilizer darts. <laughs> yeah, they move slower than a bullet, even though we can catch bullets. And I love how they just stand around and talk for the most part. They just stare. There's a lot of standing and talking. It's it's the thing that you're never going to be able to get over with superhero shows. There should be no time for standing around and talking. If you're the fastest man in the world, you should be just saving things nonstop. Right. Why, why have you drawn a line here where you can stand and talk for 10 minutes? Right. There's someone's dying. There's someone's falling off. A, someone's falling off a ladder right now. You could be seeing that because you could be literally everywhere in the city at once. Why stop at the city? The whole yeah. world. Keep running around the world forever. I just. But anyway, I'm not thinking about it like that. This mm. is great. I love how they chat. It's because you would go mad. You'll yeah. be a man going mad. And, you know, aren't you better off saving some people sometimes? That's true. Rather than being a madman mm. who dies young. Your perception of time would be so skewed that an hour in the real world would be 10 billion years. Yeah. Oh. So, you know. <laughs> you uh, A fun fact that I remembered uh, watching it that you told me a while back was, oh, by the way, it's our five-year Facebook anniversary. That came up in my memories well, today. Anyway. We probably met at Comedy Festival at the closing night party. The- we were probably on pingers. <laughs> probably. Whatever pingers allegedly, are. Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly we're on what, what, we were on whatever pingers allegedly are. Yeah. Mm. Who knows? Who knows? We don't know. Probably the good stuff. Yeah, be the good stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. The good horse. One no. of the facts I reckon maybe the first thing you said to me that uh, that party was... Did you know, Matt, oh, yeah. that the DC globe is slightly bigger than the Marvel globe it because is. they've got some extra fake cities it's like Gotham City larger, yeah. and Metropolis? Metropolis. Yeah. They're the two big ones, Batman, yeah. Superman. But this one seemed to have a different name as well. It's Central City. Yeah. Central City. Well, that's why the second episode is something, something, Central City. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> the they first one's something, on something, Gorilla yeah. City. And the second something, one's something, 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 Central City. City. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that, I, I love that fact. That's so good. That's how I got you with with friendship. I'm um, facts. I picked up a job doing uh, some trivia for a corporate. Oh yeah. Thing Zoom trivia. Zoom trivia while uh, in the downtime, trying to claw yeah. back some of my comedy money. Named after the Flash villain Zoom, obviously. <gasps> what? Yeah. Holy shit! He's a man who's slightly faster than the Flash, but is he faster than the Flash? No, Flash beats him. Oh. Because he's faster. <laughs> that broke my brain. Right. So anyway, I'm, yeah. I'm going to do that um, that size of the globe oh. question as a question this I hope week. It's still correct. In the first, oh, oh, what a place to find out <laughs> in Zoom well, see, trivia. That's, that's the problem with with comic book stuff is it often changes. Right. They'll be like, how many Robins were there? And it's like oh. somewhere between five and eight. Who knows? So you have to say as of as of the, now, yeah. as of this instant. Uh, so yeah, I love that fact, and I'd fig- I didn't realize that. Flash out of Central City. So do all the big characters have a city? Uh, Grodd's got a gorilla city in Earth 1 normally? Yes, he does, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, some of them but share that is, some cities, yeah. Right. I mean, you know, depends how selfish they Apparently are. Apparently it's in the centre of Africa. Yeah, it's right one. in the middle there. Uh, the deep, deepest, darkest part of Africa. The other great fact I love that you've told me uh, at that party, which I talk about on the show a bit, and whenever I tell it to a guest, it blows their mind. They love it. Uh-huh. That uh, at some point comic book publishers realise that sales would increase if there was a picture of a gorilla on the cover. That's right, yeah. yeah. So, so sometimes they'd put a gorilla even if... There's no gorilla in the story, yeah. Oh, on the King Kong episode, uh, the first one last week uh, with Jack Druce, mm-hmm. I found this Superman cover where he was fighting Titanium or someone like that. Titania, maybe? Titania. It's a gorilla and he's, the gorilla says in, the, in, uh, in its speech bubble... 
King Kong is not real, but I am. Wow. And he's shooting out like kryptonite eye beams. Oh, yeah, that sounds, that's, that's good stuff. Uh, anyway, I was going to look it up, but that's <laughs> Just basically imagine it. that. It's, yeah. yeah. Fuck, it's so funny. Um, <laughs> Ironically, Titania is not real either. He's a fictional <laughs> character in a comic book. <laughs> but he doesn't know it. Wow. Whoa. Bit of the, cop, bit of the pot calling the kettle black, yeah, I feel. Actually, right? Yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, come yeah, on, yeah, Titania, yeah. you dog. Yeah. So where are we? Maybe so, Titano. Maybe it's Titano. 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 Yeah, maybe, Titano. Yeah. That sounds yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> so Grodd and his army have come over. Uh, the White Grill is still back in Earth 2. That's right. Uh, they're coming to – their plan is just to take down the city. I guess their plan is I – mean, I mean, ultimately, I guess their plan is to wait till the city is destroyed in a nuclear fireball and then invade what's left. Oh, but are they the, nuclear proof? I don't think so. Hmm. Not at all. Okay. But, I mean, I guess they're, they're Grodd's cannon fodder, so maybe he doesn't care. Uh, all right. Well, he, I found this article. It's observer.com, um, oh. and I've just landed on the part where it says, let's talk nuke. about that time a gorilla tried to nuke a city. <laughs> nuke. So Grodd's master, this quote, so Grodd's master plan, his plan A, if you will, oh, mm-hmm. I think it's a sassy article, Uh-oh. is to kidnap a man named General McNally, mm-hmm. who's the general we were talking about, if people didn't put that together, take possession of his mind, God can do that, and launch a series of missiles from Fort Reynolds. The first part works like gangbusters, honestly. And the... (laughs) Ooh. Dripping in sass. Mm. And the missiles do become prime for launch, but in one of the most blatant examples of uh, I don't know what to do, but holy shit, that deadline is tomorrow, screenwriting in recent memory, Barry... Is that a cliché? Oh, for sure, yeah. Uh, uh, Barry stops the attack by rapidly punching buttons in the hopes he nails the abort code. He buttons, he button mashes. The Flash stops an all-out city-destroying blitz the same way you beat your friends at Marvel versus Capcom. What's that? It's a video fighting game. Yeah. Right. But if, if you, if you want to win, you just hit a bunch of buttons. and, and Right. And That's how I used happen. to play yeah, yeah, Super yeah, Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's absolutely right. He just but I'm, he but he even said it himself. He's like, "This is I'm not going to make it. This isn't going to work. We need another plan." And they're like, "Just he, stick then, with it." And then he does. Yeah. But also, why why are you doubting your abil- abilities at this point? Barry? Yeah. I mean, surely. But I I feel also that's kind of the show. Is he's like, I don't know if I'm fast enough. Right. And then later he's like, turns out I was fast enough. And the is this a thing that he comes up across a lot? Because I know it's a big Batman trope. But Batman's like he always battles with not being able to kill. Mm. But this is a big part of Barry's story in this episode. Is like he's he's toying with the idea of killing Grodd. I don't think it comes up that often. No, no, no. But I mean, if you know, this is a this is a, a terrifying villain. Obviously, it makes a, a lot of gorilla. sense that he should kill him, yeah. and then he'll stop. Like other people die every time you don't kill him. Right? He comes back and well, that's, so, you know, yeah. And that's and then, but everyone else around him convinces him not to. They're like, you can't compromise yourself. Mm. Like, is that good advice? Surely sometimes you've got to compromise. I agree, yeah. That so, gorilla was going to launch a nuclear missile. I feel that's a clear yeah. that's a that's a clear point, you know. I'd probably kill him. Yeah, if I was a superhero in that kind of scenario. Yeah. And and you clearly probably, don't have the ability to lock him up for any period of time. Kill him. I'd probably submit him for animal testing, I'll be honest with you. Whoa. Yeah, that's right. Isn't that what got us into this trouble in the first place? Oh, maybe. Yeah, you're right. Depending on the Maybe to reverse story. it, though. Maybe to reverse oh, his powers. Um, yeah. But, yeah, he does the, he does the, I don't know if I'm fast enough, and he boop, 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 and then he, then he, then he does. 
I I I want to go on the record and say I w- I'd never submit anyone for animal testing. Okay, that's even you're, Grod. You're a better man. I'd than kill me. him. <laughs> I'd just the, straight up kill you him. You are the number one dad. I'm the number one dad um, of the podcast. But look, what, one thing that did kind of stick in stick in my craw about that. did I just outrank Tom Hanks? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <sighs> that's yeah. why I never got coronavirus. Uh, that's right. <laughs> I just want to say that. Uh, Harris, Harry Wells, the smart, the smart man. He says there's ninety thousand possible combinations on that keypad. There's a oh. hundred thousand possible combinations on that keypad because zero's an, a number you can. Put oh, in. so so did so you out math him. him? Yeah, I'm the number one scientist. Because he's a he's a real asshole about how he's a genius. Yeah. He talks to the guy who I thought he was a clone, but he was from a different that's correct reality. Uh-huh. And he he's like. You would know that if you're a genius. Mm. Say, like, not many people are geniuses. <laughs> yes. Why? Are you like, why is yeah, that the? Right? No, no one else you're hanging around with is he a genius. He went on his own path. He, he he knows the drums. It seems he knows. Yeah, he really. I mean, there's I mean, a few things they sticks around. They use to show this is the other Tom. Where's a hat? Middleton. Yeah. Where's a hat? Where's comfortable sweaters? And and carries drumsticks Carry around drum everywhere. Around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom Kavanagh. Kavanagh. Yeah. It's a great name. I wish I could remember. I really like him. He's good, right? I'd forgotten about him a little bit, but I think mm. he's so good all the time. Yeah. He used to be in a podcast called Mike and Tom Eat Snacks. Oh, it was him fun. and Michael Ian Black, and oh. they would just eat snacks and rate them. That's cool. Yeah, it's cool. There's a podcast uh, that's recorded in here that's something similar. It's sort of like, it's called something like Food versus Food Ooh. with uh, Xavier Beck and Pete Jones. Oh, Kentucky Fried Chat. Yeah, Kentucky so it's Fried like, Chatting. But... It's the sequel to that, and okay. I'll just have, like, they'll go two different kinds of bottled water. Oh, yeah. Mount Franklin them. versus Pump or something. That's great. Or, mm. And they'll do apples versus oranges and stuff like that. Mm. You know, there's a great podcast recorded in this room. What's it's that? called Prime Mates. It's oh, about Prime Mates okay. Thanks, thanks for bringing me no back. Problem. A little bit of a plug there. Thank you so much. I reckon oh. people should tune in. You could use that in maybe some maybe some promo. Or something. Yeah, can yeah. I? Can yeah, I, absolutely. Can I trim yeah. that out? If I ever listen back to this and remember, yeah. which I won't, I'll do that. <laughs> Great. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I bother reading the rest of this because I mean they've already. Oh, that's right. Because there is a plan B. So it says. Um, this article goes on to say Grod, who again should always just use his plan B as the actual plan, <laughs> is like quote. Those missiles didn't work, but this horde of gorillas might. Mm. Uh, Grod's gorilla army charges. Flash, Flash, Jesse Quick, and Kid Flash. Oh, Jesse Quick mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is one of the people you mentioned before. Yes. And Johnny Quick's her dad. Johnny, but I don't think we have a Johnny Quick in this universe. Is that Jesse in this? The dad is the Tom Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. Yes, yes right. that's they right. They do that sometimes. They'll, they'll take. Yeah. They'll break families apart and That's stuff right. like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, you know, pretty cruel. It is cruel, yeah. It's cruel. Mm. Mm. Uh, so Anyway, their backup plan is just to punch everyone. Just... And Yeah, like what a w- weird backup How plan. How long is that going to take? That's Ages. A, yeah. How many gorillas are there? There's not that many. I don't know there was like 17 or something. <laughs> Which I guess is probably what the budget allowed. Even if there's like a thousand gorillas, how many people do you think live in Central City? Like probably millions of people. Yeah. How many cops with guns do you think there are? Tons of them. Yeah, no. and it's in, they're in a city also where every five minutes there's a guy like he's a giant shark and he comes out of the water and right. he starts smashing stuff. So these cops will have bazookas. Yeah, they have big guns. They'll and have some of those trucks. baddies might be like, "Hey, we don't really want you taking over our city. Right? We're going to turn on you as well. Some sort of a suicide squad." Oh yeah, <laughs> maybe. I mean, it's a bit of a probo name, but sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, um... <laughs> I like the the idea. It's that us, the workers' comp squad. We just want to get injured enough so we don't have like to work it. anymore. Compo squad. Compo squad. <laughs> so they, yeah, they, I reckon. Do you think they would have been like, we want this? Because 
the whole gorilla city supposedly has come with them, right? Mm. And it's not that many gorillas. No. Do you do you know that um uh the AFL grand final a few years ago, Meatloaf did the pre-game, and it sort of be, it was a kind of embarrassing. Yeah, he was not. He was not up to his singing best. If yeah, I and I think it, apparently it's a hard place to sing at the MCG because the sound bounces around all oh, these sort I of see, things. Right, right. But also, I think he. As he gets older, his voice needs to be covered by his backup singers more, yeah, and that right, right. wasn't happening for whatever oh, reason. And it just sounded pretty bad. And whenever it comes up, he'll be like, he front foots it and goes the AFL. And his main beef with them is, he goes, they promised me so much. You know, they said it was going to be a thousand Harley Davidsons would come out on the ground, <laughs> and there were only two. Right. And I th- and I reckon it was exactly the same. The AFL didn't have the budget, much like the DC TV. Yeah, right, right. Crew. This uh-huh. is basically Meatloaf and his two Harley <laughs> Davidsons. Uh uh-huh. Seventeen go- intelligent gorillas. They were like, we're going to get a thousand intelligent gorillas, but then the then the visual effects guy. The guy who's the intern whose job it was to do copy paste. Yeah, he was he, mashing the buttons. Yeah, he went home too early. Yeah, they, they like, sent him home, Ugh. and then they're like, "Oh, seventeen. All this right, is due work. out." Yeah, this the show was very popular. Uh, well, actually, I, it's popular by Australian standards. They have a lot more people in America, but uh-huh. nearly three million people watched it when it came out. Yeah, on CW TV or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's, but that's probably not that impressive. I don't know. But in Australia, that would be the highest rating show for the year. That's right, yeah. yeah beat, it'd beat the AFL Grand Final. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I don't, yeah, basically they go on, there's a fight. Yeah. But the the Flash, something that I think this guy just saw, I've lost it, but he said something like, why didn't, he bring the, why didn't they bring the army in? Why did they just take them on their own? They've got, he's like, why didn't he call up Supergirl? Right. Why didn't he call, there's so many people he could have got there. Well, at the moment, Supergirl is off in a, in a parallel universe. Oh, okay. They're in a different, it's yeah. a different universe. Yeah, so that's right. Obviously, that's why. Obviously, Observer.com. Mm. But, I mean, the, that, that question always arises in all these things. Like, why don't they, you know, right. in any, any Marvel movie, why don't they just bring the Avengers in? Yeah. You know, just bring them all in. It's fine. What are they doing? Nothing. But, yeah, you've sort of just got to let that go. Just say they're on another planet. Well, it's, it's, it's yeah, it is funny that someone who cares enough about it would have <laughs> would call that out. It's uh-huh. like that one. That one's mm. you say that for every superhero, yeah. everything. Also, I can't remember how this episode ends. <laughs> um, so, oh, um, they have a plan. Flash was like, or they basically like, actually the only way you can beat Grodd is you maybe you will have to kill him. And then Flash has realized from one conversation or another that <laughs> no, there's always another way. Mm. And the other way. Is getting Solovar to come across That's right. from Planet Two yep. to Earth One, and he uh, takes on Grodd, right? And he beats Grodd. I feel very strongly that the Flash could have done that just on his own, right? Just because he beats Solovar, another another one of those big punches, yeah. maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think the, the, the way this was better because they could take Solovar could take the Gorilla Army back to Gorilla City, mm. and then they'd sort out, out Grodd. Until I mean, they need him again as a bad yeah, guy, yeah, and then then he'll then he'll probably beat Solovar again, and and then the invasion will happen again. Yeah, yeah. We so I mean I I thought these were fine, but yeah. I also there was a point during where I'm like I, I've been this has been suggested for so long, uh-huh. and I've been looking forward to watching it, and I think I got my hopes up a little bit maybe because <laughs> I'm in in the end I'm like oh you know it's it's a bit of fun, but yeah I don't know it just felt a bit bit crappy too and a bit sort of uh, you know, it just—it didn't seem like a lot of thought had gone into it. No, that's true, and that—and that is the the downfall of like you know episodic television, especially when it's when it's superhero-y or kind of you know. And so many storylines have been done, and and it exists in you know it exists in a world where you can sort of hand wave anything and just go ah oh, just say they 
freeze someone and then pretend they're dead. You know, right. Just, just and and it's supposed. You know, the the idea, I guess, is they it moves at such a fast pace that you don't really think about it until afterwards or during, as we do. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I and I, it was pretty good breezy TV. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was able to play some words with friends while I watched. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. um, it was suggested by a bunch of people. I should read out a few names. Jack Branley uh, is one. They not, I, I'd forgotten to do this. I've got a form where people can suggest stuff, oh, and I've through the ninety-five episodes, I very rarely. Oh no, think people have suggested. What's but in I, the bank? Just some incredible stuff, probably. I've also uh, asked them if uh, if they have a question for the guest, um, and. Jack's question for you is, what's your least favourite primate? That's a tough question without notice. <sighs> least favourite. It's probably like, I, I, I couldn't tell you specifically what they are, but like, you know, whenever you see a really small yappy dog and they're, they're no good, yeah. generally speaking, whatever the, the, the primate equivalent of that is. You know, you see like a tiny little monkey. Yeah. I don't know if I like it. Isn't that tiny, yep, like a spider monkey or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or even like or smaller. Even smaller. Sometimes the you'll see pies. one. Yeah, like, a, like, an al- like it'd be some sort of like tiny little albino monkey. Right, like a, like a lemur or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't Pick know. Pygmy marmoset? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't know why. I've never seen them get hate before. Well. So this says a lot about you. Well, strap in little monkeys. <laughs> You're going to cop it. I don't know. I just doesn't doesn't I don't trust him. Joseph also suggested at his question. Did no, he did not ask a question. Wow, how dare you? Well, I guess oh no, he did. Free. Oh, <laughs> I changed my mind. He said, "Why aren't primates as good as red pandas?" Well, you're the guy to ask this question. I like a red panda. I think they're good. Yeah. So why aren't primates as good as them? Because they don't know how they they're they're worse at lazing about. Right. I think the red panda is the absolute king of just lazing about and doing nothing. You go to the zoo, you're like, where are the red pandas today? Oh, they're under the tree. They're, they're, Dave not, they're not coming out for any reason. Who I do a podcast with called Dugo on. He loves them. red pandas. Mm. Uh Lewis Gemmel also suggested it. And he has no question. For sure this time. Wow. There's a bunch of people. Sorry, I shouldn't and uh oh wait. Here we go. Oh, this yeah. one mentions you. Ooh. This is from Joseph Moore. What do you think of Nick Mason? He's all right. He says, uh, this is why he suggested it. He said, oh, hang on. Oh. He said, <laughs> Gorilla a- Grodd slash Gorilla City episodes of Flash if you want something more easily jo- digestible. I th- uh, he said, get Meso on and go to town. <laughs> <laughs> Gorilla town? Did we go to town here? I think I think we gave it a fair shake. Yeah. I mean, again, like, I feel we could have torn into it, but what is the? Yeah. You know. I think I'm. I think I've. I've realised this again and again. I think one of my favourite episodes we've done of this was Harry and the Hendersons. Oh yeah, right. And all me and uh, the guests. I think it was. I think it might have been Adam and Jackson from. Uh, Sands Pants. From yep. Sands Pants. And we just were all in love in it. Yeah. And it was so much fun. Mm. I mean, what what, what you know. What what's the outcome if we if we you know destroy these episodes of the Flash? It's not like the ep- it's not like the showrunners of the Flash are then going to be like, well, we've really got to reevaluate our, yeah, of our, course, our the, monkey episodes. They know all these things. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Everything we've said, they know. They're like, yeah, we would make Grodd look better if we <laughs> yeah. could. Obviously, obviously, we would have come up with with a better plan for the good guys and the bad guys, but we had to get this in, you know, five p.m. on Friday yeah, to is... film on Monday. So we just did what we could. Totally, but it. it Critics 
uh, liked it. Let me read a few. They give little snippets of critics, mm-hmm. uh, what what I like to call reviews oh, yes. on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. I'll read a couple of the shorter ones here. This is from Jaquan Green from Black Nerd Problems. He writes, this turned out to be one of the dopest episodes of The Flash to date. There you go. Okay. Uh, Scott Von Doviak from AV Club writes, the episode has enough going for it that it is easy to forgive some of the visual shortcomings. Oh, there you go. All right, all right. So it's sort of like a slightly friendly version of what we're saying. <laughs> Jesse Schneiden from IGN Movies writes, even when the show teases a Gorilla City-centric episode last season, part of me doubted it would ever come to fruition. Oh, well, that's proven you wrong, hasn't it? And that's why he's given it a positive score, 8.4 out of 10. Not bad. TV doesn't get much better than that. That's right. We're in the, we're in the era of prestige television. And yes. the flash is right in the pocket there. Sopranos was out not that long ago. <laughs> yep. The Wire. Yeah. <laughs> the Gorilla City episodes of The Flash. Yes. They're the big three. Mm-hmm. Just nudging out the West Wing. That's right. Uh, one more. What's this? From Collider. Carla the Day. Wally West Wing. <laughs> it's the Kid Flash's name. It's okay. Wally West. Well, that's a good bit then. Yeah. I like if it he anyway. Grew wings. It sounded if fun. If he grew a wing. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, okay, yes. But he, he hasn't. But if he did. <laughs> I thought you were saying he had grown a wing. No. Have any flashes grown wings so well, they can some, fly super fast? No, but sometimes they have little wings on their helmets. Yeah. Sometimes they have little wings on their feet. Sometimes. Know? Does Captain America ever have little wings on sometimes his head? Sometimes he helmet? has wings on his head, yeah. yeah. Do they flap? No. Or they're just like for a little bit of fun. Yes. That's the, mm-hmm. whoever designed his helmet. Yeah. The Mar- Marvel's version of Aquaman, Namor the Submariner, he has little wings on his ankles and he can use them to fly. Wow, yeah. that would look weird. Oh, yeah. Trying to control that would be brutal. <laughs> right? It's like trying to do rollerblading only even harder again. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so I never thought about this. Who makes the costumes in, in World? Yes. Are they making their own costumes? In the Flash universe as an example. Uh, I think Star Labs puts them together. Right. Usually, oh, there's always a lab, Yeah, isn't it's there? always like heat resistant. and, and You've and, got um, Red Fox or whatever from, uh, not, not Red Fox. Someone Fox from Batman. Lucius Fox. Lucius Fox mm. makes them. Yeah, yeah, so there's always someone like there's that. There's a lab guy. There's a tech guy. Yeah. You know? And he'll be like, oh, I've, I've used super polymers and blah, blah, blah. And then the main guy's like, say it in English, <laughs> yeah. brainiac. Say it in English for the audience. That's right. <laughs> uh, so Carla Day from Collider, this last one, writes, Barry continue, uh, Barry's continued delusions about changing the future somewhat taints his romance with Iris. They are absolutely adorable together. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about it. There were a few romances as well. Irrelevant. Irrelevant. There was what, two of the flat, two of the speedsters yep. um, decided to move to the, move into the same earth together. That's right, yep. That's right. <laughs> which is fun. Yeah, big I commitment. Sh- I should read one of the negatives, which okay. is also the only one that they uh, have listed here. It's by uh, from Birth Movies Death. Oh, yes. Sidhant Adlaka mm-hmm. writes, A strange hour of television. It's unfocused in a way that makes it hard to know what to feel about it. How to feel about it. Mm. Yeah. All right. I mean, that's not that far different to some of the positive ones. Anyway, so we normally give a banana score that's for the true, show. Yeah. So was, what, what would you give this? Look, I would give it a bunch of bananas, like yep. a full bunch of bananas. Ooh. Maybe even a bunch and a half of bananas. Wow. There's a lot of stuff going on. There's so much A lot of stuff going on. on, but I would say that the bananas aren't particularly ripe. Okay. I'd say they're un- – because you, you – Little may, green. I, would, I, would, I, wouldn't have, I wouldn't tuck into these particular bananas. Maybe I – 
wait wait yeah. a few days. Yeah, and it was, it was slightly underdone. Yeah. That's a beautiful review. Thank you. I can't fault it in any way. There was so much going on, though. So many characters, especially for someone coming in cold yeah, to it. Yeah. It was like, well, <laughs> yeah. I'm overstimulated and, and understimulated you don't at the same know, time. You don't know who's got the powers. You don't yeah. know what's going on. You know, you don't ever, yeah. And then all of a sudden... Gorilla Grodd's playing a little, uh, like a lute. That's right. He's at... getting a Suvlaki thrown at him. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I've got to post that video. I've se- did you guys do an episode of something about James, it? No, James did a video. James from my podcast, The Weekly Planet. He did, he did a video on his YouTube channel. Uh, it's, like, it's like a 20-minute evaluation of, really? of the Suvlaki Hut uh, <laughs> a gorilla ad, a, a now-defunct Suvlaki chain of restaurants in, in Australia. And it's I think you can... F- there were times in these episodes where I felt for the guy playing the Flash mm-hmm. and Anthony Kudafidis because they're both acting to green screens. Yes, that's and right. just trusting that the tech is there. You just never know. Yeah, the, I reckon the hardest part of acting, and it looked slightly hard to do because I don't know if he fully nailed it, was when he was in the Coliseum yelling out to the crowds of gorillas. Yeah, that's right. And he was, you know, he would have been in a smallish room right, yes. as if he's yelling to people 100 metres away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that would, how hard do you do to yeah. figure that out? And do you, do you get like maybe a maybe a piece of like loose leaf paper and you write the crowd on it and you <laughs> yeah. stick it on a wall and then he's like... Yeah. Yell at that. Yell, yell, at, yell, that. At, yell at the loose leaf. Yeah. Mm. Okay, all right, I'm in it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe that would be easier to do than an intelligent gorilla. Mm. Where, so the, the whole stadium full of gorillas, where were they when they invaded the city? Maybe the portal didn't open for long enough. Maybe. I mean, maybe they're just, you know, they're just the general public gorillas. Right. And it's like I don't want. I don't want. Yeah, to, I'm not. I'm not a fighter. Yeah, I don't want to. I just want to. I make some luckies. They're like the. They're like the football crowd. Yeah. How many? How many people in a football crowd do you think you could draft to invade an alternate planet? Oh, you know point. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Depends yeah. on the code. Right. NRL probably, NRL, a, lot, probably a, lot, a lot of the lot crowd. Of them, yeah. Nearly all of them. <laughs> Most all of them. Me? Yeah. Can I? Can I invade a planet? <laughs> Be hard pressed to to not get someone. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, and you know, no offense to NRL. Uh, supporters, and I don't think they'd take it. They'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Let me go into another through a portal to another planet to punch mm. someone in the face. Also, I want a coward punch someone. Also, probably not listening to this. If I'm honest with you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. You know, I'm an NRL supporter. Oh yes. Never been to a game. But oh well. <laughs> maybe that's what you just in it for the shirt. I feel most of the time. I love that shirt. Yeah. <laughs> just as an NRL on it. Yeah. Wow. Go NRL. Yeah. I'm just here to support everyone. Have you heard they're, they've got a plan of um, playing because of the lockdown, they're going to bring it back quicker than any other sports sporting code in the world. And their plan is to play it on a, on a, like a paradise Island. Oh yeah. They're going to do that with, uh, with MMA as well. I think oh, they're going to bring it. That's oh, what, what connects these two. I don't I don't. Yeah. Weird, right? Yeah, it is weird. But they really bring it in a real hunger games, battle royale yeah. kind of, kind of vibe. I'm like, I don't know if this sounds like a good idea, but mm. I reserve the right to watch all games. Yeah. yeah. Is that okay? Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I just want to have the best of both worlds. Moral high ground. Yep. And, you know, a, a good grip just on that Just barbarians on an island. Yeah, just smashing into each other. That's the best. If I could be like, I don't agree with it, mm. but I'm going to enjoy it. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to say punch and a half of mm. slightly under-ripened bananas. Yeah. Mm. Loved it, hated it, loved it again. <laughs> it was, I don't know, I felt everything. Yeah. I, there were parts of watching it where I was like, well, soon in, in a month I'm not going to have to watch a gorilla thing every week. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm okay with that. Light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, and the other thing we do is we normally talk about how much we relate to the main character because Andy Matthews, some sort of scientist in the very mm. first episode, told us that chimpanzees and humans share about 98% DNA. How much of you do you see in Grodd or maybe in Salivar? Oh, no, I don't know. I don't know a lot, really. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not the world conquering type. No. I don't think. Uh, I mean, what did he really want? He wanted revenge. Mm. Uh, a dish best served cold. That's right. I yeah, I'm with you. I'm. I don't know. I I like I like gorillas, and he <laughs> he likes gorillas. He doesn't like all gorillas, and that's like me. Oh, yeah. So. Okay. So maybe you're a bit higher than me. I'm going to say seven percent. Oh, okay. Right. I was going to. Okay. Uh, was yeah. that high? No, that was. I thought that would be low. Yeah, right. Honestly, yeah, maybe ten percent. I'm not really 10%. a grod guy, but you know, we all have bad days, don't we? We do. We all have bad. We days. all have groddy days. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Feeling a bit groddy, you know. Yeah, uh, especially these days. Oh, mm. you know, just it's a real funk. Yep. You know, it's a real uh, grodhog day. It's a real grodhog day. Yeah. Is that the worst thing that anyone's ever said? Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Well, I'm I'm now ready to put this show on hiatus. Uh, the other thing we like to do is thank a few Patreons. Oh, yes. You can support this show and the other shows on the Do Go On Mini Podcast Network at patreon.com slash Pod Links in the show notes. And one of the many uh, rewards you get is getting a shout-out on this show, and you get to say something, and I don't read it until I do. It caught me out a few weeks ago. Someone's note was just a comment to the person who'd commented one before. Oh, right. So I said, hey, are you the guy that did this? <laughs> I read that out. Huh. So that's fun. Uh, anyways, that might happen again. Uh, other things you can get are bonus episodes and that sort of stuff. One uh, new bonus episode we're going to start doing monthly, which came out of Primates. It's sort of a spin-off. This is a spin-off of Do Go On. Oh. And it's going to be a spin-off from Primates. And Secondary called... Mates. Yeah. It's, well, You're it's talking called... about your second best friend. It's called Phrasing the Bar. Oh, yes, that's and right. It originated on like episode four, uh, where we're going to go through the filmography of Brendan Fraser. One of the greats. While I say this, uh, I uh, should give a plug to Mike Check and Total Reboot Podcast. They're great movie podcasts that really directly inspired um, Phrasing the Bar. And I messaged Alexi, who hosts those podcasts during the week. I said, hey, just double checking. Is it all right if I do this podcast, <laughs> Phrasing the Bar? And he goes, um, yeah, no worries. It's like, um, he goes, as long as you just plug Total Reboot. I said, okay. I, can, I can do that. All I'd right. love to do that. It's something I would like to do anyway. Have you been on there? I've been on... You're on yes, a Star I did a Star Wars, Wars episode, episode of Total Reboot. It's a really yeah. good episode. Hot tip, Total Reboot, great show. Um, I think they're up there with you and James as the maybe the best podcasting duo They've got a good biz. chemistry, those Great guys. chemistry. Yeah. It's a very good, knowledgeable, horny chemistry. Yeah. That's what they have. Oh, it's yeah. so good. It's just fun to listen to. Much mm. like you two. Thank you. Uh, so anyway, here are some of the shout-outs uh, from this week. Simon Morgan, firstly, who's a great listener of the lights. show. He, he does, does art. Great, great art. art. Every week he'll do a few bits and pieces of art. Uh, this week he did King Kong Tonight, where <laughs> I was the guest on uh, King Kong's talk show. It's a great picture. That's terrific. Uh, anyway, Simon writes, I've had my shout-out. Thank you. Oh, yeah. So they're replying to a thread where I've said, Hey, write whatever. If it, if you've had a shout out already, uh-huh. you can say something else. And often they reply directly to my thing, mm-hmm. and then I read that bit out, which is superfluous anyway. As another favorite pop culture primate, I'm going to suggest the Kriegaf from the Hellboy comics series. Cybernetically enhanced Nazi apes are nothing if not interesting. Holy shit! I've never heard of them. Krygaffer, maybe? Have you heard of them? Oh well, I've never heard it said out loud. So. 
but it looks like something like that. Yeah, right? but uh, check out Hellboy the comic book if you if you like. It's a good, very, it's a great series actually. Oh wow! Well, that's that's cool. Maybe in the second uh, second time I go through this show, we might have to look into Hellboy and the Cry Gaffer, Cry Gaffer. Thank you so much, Simon. Your work is fantastic. People should follow you on Twitter. I think it's Simon Morgan Simon Esquire. Simon Morgan, yeah, okay, or yeah. Simon De Morgan, is it? Mm, I think so. Well, just look at Primates Pod <laughs> Twitter because I've retweeted him a million go. times. Uh, Eli Fisher, I'd also love to thank, uh, who writes, I would have to go with Christopher Walken as the Gigantopithecus in the live-action Jungle Book. Definitely that or Naomi Higgins when she's explaining why she hates Christopher Walken as the Gigantopithecus. We did an episode about that mm. a while back. And, yeah, I forgot that Naomi hates it. She definitely is more likely, to, you know, talking about going all in one way or the other. Oh, yeah. She's more likely to go in all in on the hate, I think. Wow. Well, you need a contrasting opinion sometimes. It's fun. All opinions are valid. You she know? does it in a real Every fun Every single way. opinion is valid. And you, yeah. you need a, some from the left and some from the right. Yes. And it, you just, just, yeah. Hey, actually, uh, Meso, the yes. journalist's job mm-hmm, isn't, mm-hmm. Uh, to if someone says it's raining, some people someone says it's sunny. The journalist's job isn't to get each of their opinions and air them. Their job is to look out the fucking window and tell us what the weather is. Wow. Is a meme I've been seeing a lot this week. <laughs> <laughs> you seen that around? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. A lot of people posting that mm. um, because it's been raining a lot. It's been raining a lot, yeah. and some, or it hasn't. One of the political shows in Australia had someone either from the. I think from the far right. Probably, probably. a Nazi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a probable Nazi. Yeah. Allegedly. Alleged Nazi. Um, Ronan O'Neill writes, my favourite primate is this gorilla in particular. Oh, and they've put a link to a GIF and the GIF says, sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry. The owner, the owner sent of- this GIF to private. <laughs> So funny. Uh, I hope that's what you wanted us to see. Yeah, that's uh, incredible. Ronan, I hope that's what you wanted us to see. Because I'm guessing you're the owner. Because otherwise, how would you have seen it? Yeah. Why did you do that to us, Ronan? Sweet punk, man. Yeah, we got punked. We got yeah, punked real good. Yeah. Anyway, thank you, Ronan. I imagine that the gif of that primate is real cool. And finally, Dean Cooley. Great name. That's a good name. Uh, if it is your real name, doubt it. Dean, as if. <laughs> Dean writes, probably John Cooley. Yeah, John Cooley. It's probably Maximus Cooley. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Maximus writes, my favourite primate is Vigor the Visionary. Uh, he's a psychic fortune-telling monkey. Jeez, there's a few. They do that a bit. Put a huge intelligence into a, into a primate, I guess. Grodd. Mm-hmm. Uh, Caesar. Caesar, the Nazi one I just <laughs> mentioned before. Uh, so Vigor, Vigor? That doesn't feel right. Could be. I said feel like fail. Oh, that doesn't no. fail right. Anyway, Vigo is a psychic fortune-telling monkey, and I think that is pretty cool. He is a deleted character from Tangled. Oh, he was a deleted character from Tangled, but can be seen during the credits. He has since shown up in the Tangled TV series where it is revealed that the spirit of an ancient alchemist lay dormant in him. I love that, a deleted character from Tangled. <laughs> Which That's is, a deep cut. Is that the Rapunzel Disney movie? Yes, it is. Wow. Great work there, Dean. <laughs> you are coolie. That's the Fitzroy of primate references. Yeah, totally. Love that very much. Not even wasn't even in the main thing. You gotta you gotta dig you gotta dig deep. Yes. Um well that brings us to the end of the episode. May, so thanks so much for joining us. You're very welcome. Throughout the what series. A joy. It's what been a, joy. a real pleasure to have you in. 
Um, and people can find you at the Weekly Planet podcast. That's right, where we talk about uh, movies and uh, TV shows and, and uh, comic books. What have you, have you been finding the uh, the the lockdown period because it's affected movies. We're certainly talking about a lot of stuff being cancelled. I'll tell yeah. you tell you that much. But well, we we get by. We're having a grand time. As far as you know, is uh, Godzilla versus Kong still due late twenty twenty? Yes. I mean, I haven't thought about it. But, but they haven't. You haven't heard uh, any news on it being delayed. No, 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 no. So no. it's probably because a lot of hopefully that's already been shot, and then because you can definitely um, add big fake gorillas. Yeah, in look, post they've 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 in, in released they've released images of the toys. Which is a good sign that it's finished. Right. So no, no, they do the toys first. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, yeah. Um, so I'll have a link to that show and your um social media. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Nick Maysow and Wikipedia, Wikipedia Brown, Brown on Twitter. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And people can find Primates Primates Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. They can find me at Matt Stewart Comedy on Instagram and Facebook. I do cameos now, Maysow. Oh. Do you do this? No, but I understand. I you uh, people people will uh... people pay me twenty bucks and yeah. I'll say whatever they like. Wow, uh, I've done a few of them. They're pretty fun. Oh yeah, cool. Uh, so I can basically do whatever you like. I'll do your dirty work. <laughs> You'll break up with a partner. I'll, I'll break up with partners. Yep. I'll I'll propose. Would you propose? I would propose. Huh. I'll propose uh, a toast. A toast. Mm. Uh, yeah, you can record me doing a toast, and you can play it at your dad's sixtieth birthday party. That's right. Nice. And let him be baffled. There him and is his friends. no limit to the amount of people you will baffle on this oh, service. So good. So I'm I'm up for baffling. There's a link to that in the show notes as well. And yeah, that's basically everything. And now, Meso, I'd love to thank you one last time. Hopefully, you can be back on in the reincarnation at Absolutely, some point. Absolutely, yeah. But as we always say here at Primates Podcast, I always say chimpy later. <laughs> that's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM.